You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 46 of BNI, the Australian Story. My name is Veronica, and we're in the sunny Mornington Peninsula in Victoria today. And I'm here with our co host and also executive director, Mr. Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent. Hi, V. Great to be here today, and uh, great to be in the sun, which is really nice. It is. You know, we've had, uh, anyone who knows Melbourne knows that we get four seasons in one day, but we've actually had lots of sun lately. So we're picking up on the vitamin D here in Melbourne. Yep. Love it. Love it. And uh, if B and I gave me enough time to get out in it, that'd be really good <laughs> because uh, as we're speaking, we're uh, in the midst of leadership team changeover in B and I world. And uh, we know that's a really hectic time for everyone involved and uh, and doing that twice a year with the trainings or workshops uh, and one of the things about what we're doing in uh, in BNI Australia is actually because um, we when we went onto the Zoom platform last year, we started doing all our uh, leadership team trainings on Zoom instead of getting uh, a lot of people in the room at once. And we were actually um, we can't really do that in a lot of places because it's outside government regulations still. But um, what it's found to be is really effective in in still using the Zoom platform to get everyone together. Uh, they get the Australia's best facilitators running the leadership team workshops. They get to meet not just with other people from within the region, but from around Australia as well. And one of the cool things about this is the rest of the world is watching and they're saying, hey, what you guys are doing is really cool. How are you doing it? We want to do it too. So Aussies leading the way, absolutely love it. I think it's fantastic, you know, if you want to be outstanding in anything, you need to be willing to stand out. And I think um, our leadership team in Australia really has, um, you know, we've, we've got in front of it very quickly, thanks to BNI Global and the way that um, all the platforms were put in place. But the members within Australia have really had open minds and they've really just embraced this new way of doing business. And we've still got the same BNI fantastic organisation and processes, but we're actually doing business differently and doing more business than ever. Yeah, and a big shout-out to our regional team of um, executive directors who have really driven this. Yeah. And uh, we got some really good quality people on our team and we get to tap into all their resources. They come from different uh, backgrounds, different areas, and it's quite diverse and it makes us, um, you know, putting all our experience together, we're able to develop and provide a great member experience and a great experience for our leadership teams going forward, et cetera. So... Uh, exciting times, busy times, but uh, and that's why we're growing because we're giving our members um, you know, the most we can. Another thing I wanted to talk about, big announcement coming up for the national conference. Do we need Europe. a drum roll? Well, we might need a bit of a drum roll. Thank you. Oh, that's you're not you're not a percussionist. But <laughs> you might be a great singer. You're not a very good percussionist, but uh, we have got a, a big news uh, for a keynote. All locked in for our. Uh, National Conference, Michael E. Gerber, um, author of The E-Myth, will be keynote speaker at our National Conference. So it's a big get for uh, BNI Australia. And uh, that will be absolutely awesome to see. Um, 
very smart guy. A lot of people have used his book uh, for the blueprint for their business. Even B and I founder Dr. Ivan Meisner. Uh, yeah, he, wow. he he goes back talking about the emit that's uh, that's actually um, provide the blueprint to to scale his business and franchise it. So pretty yeah. cool. So look out for the links that come out for that to book in. I believe it's going to be part face to face, part hybrid. So uh, I don't know how that's going to work yet, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll make it work. If uh, anyone can do it. Yeah. It'll be B and I, and it'll be wild. And if you haven't read uh, Michael's book, The E Myth, you've got an opportunity. It's an audio book as well. Get it and read it before you hear him at national conference because it's he's he's wild, and it's a it'll change the way you think about your own business. Um, now, talking about fantastic speakers, we've got a great guest today. And just before you introduce her, I can't stop thinking about the Matrix and about the Matrix One. And this particular character who had this awesome name. So I'm going to pass to you, Brent. So would you like to introduce our guest today? Oh, I, I, I'm not big on the Matrix. Uh, oh, no. I know. I know. But I do recognise the first name from from that. But um, I, I think I only watched the first one anyway. <laughs> but we're going to Queensland today, Veronica, and we've got Trinity Bond, uh, who's from BNI Pegasus, in uh, southeast Queensland. So, um, welcome to the BNI Australian Story podcast, Trinity. Good morning, Trinity. Nice to be here. Thank you. Now, um, your business is in Virachill, uh, which uh, you ha- hold a very uh, unusual category within BNI food safety technology. So, um, firstly, I'd like to ask you um, where would we find BNI Pegasus? Where do they meet? Uh, we meet at the Paddo Tavern in the um, suburb of Paddington. Uh, we meet on a Wednesday morning at 7 o'clock. Doors open at 6.30 for, you know, networking and coffee and catch-up and then kick things off at, at 7. So that's a great way to start our Wednesday morning. It's a pad, the, Paddo, the Paddo Tavern, that's what it's called. The Paddo, it's, yeah. It's, but it's just it's a local slang. It's so uh, no, Aussie, that's the name. It? That's, 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 that's how the you name. Google search the Paddo, you'll find it. That's the name. So we just say, oh, we yeah, we just go to the paddo and they're going, oh, we may as well call it that. Yeah. Hey, um, what does a food safety technology person do? So we, we've got a range of services that we um, provide to the hospitality industry um, to help them with their food safety. And so we use a range of technology, modern technology. They might be cleaning and hygiene products or um, what I specialise in at the moment are our temperature monitoring systems. So Wi-Fi based, um, internet of things, cloud technology to help them monitor their refrigeration and make sure that if anything, um, you know, it starts to go a bit haywire, we can let them know um, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and they can run in and, and do what needs to be done before they suffer, you know, major stock loss or, um, you know, risk risk damage to their stock. We do a lot of medical and aged care um, facilities as well. So, you know, vaccines are, are pretty important at the moment, patients wow. and things. So we can make sure that uh, we're continually monitoring refrigeration and uh, letting staff know if there's any problems, they can go and check on it straight away um, and maintain the integrity of, of whether it's food or medication. Well, wow. and that's a, a really unusual category within BNI. But uh, what it goes to show people is, you know, we're not just restricted to, like when I started in BNI, you know, Dr. Ivan Meisner used to say, anyone who's in the yellow pages could probably be a part of a BNI group. Well, we don't, you know, the yellow pages are long gone. But, uh, you know, when you're thinking about 
staple categories as such. Uh, something like yours doesn't usually come up as such to the front of mind. And I, I have a I have a bit of a saying, you know, if a, if a business person uh, is no matter what they do, if they're smart enough to get get this and work it, work it, they can make it work for themselves. And what you do, I think, at the moment would be really important in the, um, especially with the vaccine rollout for COVID nineteen. Um, because all that has to be refrigerated at a certain, you know, a certain temperature as such. Uh, but uh, Trinity, um, we ask all our guests, how did you find out about B&I? How did you end up in a group? Um, so I've had a couple of people introduce me to B&I. Um, I had a digital marketing specialist a few years ago invite me to a city chapter. Um, and at the time, it, it wasn't quite the right fit for me. Um, and, and while I in, I've always enjoyed, you know, business networking and meeting people and understood the value of it, I just wasn't in the right place in my business. Um, and then just a couple of years ago, another specialist, he was a Legionnaires consultant. Um, so I knew him through our mutual work in aged care. And he's like, why don't you come and visit, visit our chapter at Pegasus? You know, it's a really good group, da, da, da. And um, when, I, when I went along to that meeting, it was quite different to the first one. Um, just a better fit of, you know, relationship. Yeah, just just felt more at home. Um, and I think quite often with B&I, it's not just about joining any chapter, it's about joining the right chapter with the right people. Yeah, very much. Yeah. So hang on, hang on, hang on. You're a, um, you're a food ta- safety technology person and yep. the chapter you joined has actually got a Legionnaires consultant. Now, I, you know, you're talking about <laughs> unusual categories here. <laughs> want to ask but I'm glad you did because <laughs> what, what, what does a legionnaires consultant do do they consult on legionnaires disease or something yeah so so um public buildings that have refrigeration and cooling towers um have to have um and and different states are different in regards to the legislation so um some of them it's it's best practice and some of it's it's legislated to have your cooling towers inspected for legionnaires contamination because um you know that can be quite a a dangerous and and potentially fatal um oh for sure yeah 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 so um yeah so so he was working in aged care and um it was it was a good connection a good fit for us to to work together um yeah so he's actually he's managed to recruit you to his power team within the chapter virtually. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. And so all of these people who are in hospitality who say, you know, I don't know anyone in hospitality for my power team. If you're listening to this and you've got someone who's got you know who, who looks after Legionnaires disease in your chapter, you can do it. What a crazy story! I, you know, I always think about. You know, legionnaires. When they talk about legionnaires disease, I always talk about <laughs> I those. Want to know? People wear those hats with the the legionnaires hats with the flaps at the back. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, anyway, uh, moving right along. <laughs> so, um, so you're invited by uh, the legionnaires consultant. You're not that. Let's call him Andrew. Andrew, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew. Big shout out to Andrew. Thanks for bringing Trinity to us. Yes. Um. Well, once you saw it. What was the what was the key aspect that made that thought? Hang on, I'm a food safety consultant. What's uh, you know how am I going to what am I going to get out of being a part of this group? What was the the catalyst that actually made you fill in an application? Um, I could see that it was just a really tight knit chapter in the relationships. You know, we've we've got members that have been there for 
um, I think, you know, 14 years, one of our guys being part of BNI, um, there were there were trades and other other members there that um, specialise in hospitality. So we have Q Plum and Gas that do a lot of um, you know the gas and plumbing repairs for you know gas stoves in the in the restaurants and things like that. Uh, bookkeepers that had hospitality clients, you know, accountants that have hospitality clients. So I could immediately you know I could immediately see that there were opportunities to to work together. Um, and have have referrals in that situation. Yeah, and I really love how you said that because we get a lot of visitors come around uh, to come to the meeting, look around the room, and say, "How are these people going to put me in touch with with my perfect client?" But you don't know who they're dealing with, and no, uh, you don't know that they're they you know they could be dealing with your perfect client all the time. And people are very short sighted in that respect. Whereas uh, you've recognised, well, you know, there's people working, fair bit of, fair few people actually specialise in the hospitality uh, industry and this is going to be a really good fit for me. And a lot of people just overlook that straight away and usually have to explain it, like visitor hosts here. When you get that um, visitor host listening to this, when you get that reply when you're doing a visitor orientation, yeah, I don't know, I can't see how this is going to work for me. Well, what industry do you want to tap into? You know, these People in this room are dealing with those people and, and they're a conduit to you getting into that. And a lot of people just can't see that. They look around the room and say, oh, well, there's only, uh, you know, 30, 40 people in the room here. I'm not going to get referrals off many of them. And they only think in the uh, in the first dimension, not in the second and third dimension where that where who they can actually uh, connect them from. Yeah. So. That's great. Um, one of the things, obviously, um, you found yourself in the in the chapter with all these great connections now. But one of the things um, you really liked about BNI was the education it offered too, and how it actually helped you uh, from a bit of an anxiety uh, presenting in front of people. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Um, yes. Yeah, so. Before I, not not long before I joined BNI, I you know I'd spent twelve years working from home, um, and a lot of my business was built on you know cold calling and and just going out and introducing myself to to chefs and people in hospitality, and and then I'd I'd only just um, I, I went out on my own and I, I joined started working in another office with another small business owner. And so I'd only just got out of my home office into the, the business office space and then COVID hit and we were all back to square one again. Wow, yeah. In that time, I'd actually, you know, started with BNI. Um, and I think the good thing about BNI was that it got me out of that small business mentality and working with other business owners um, and focusing on my business each week, like, you know, getting out of bed every Wednesday morning, um, even when we were on Zoom, you know, it made you realise that life goes on, we can still do this. You know, we had really great referrals and, and closed business during <clears throat> during COVID and Zoom. Um, and, like, I remember, um, you know, oh, my God, the, the first week standing up doing my 45-second referral request was, was a bit daunting. Um, but, you know, you managed to work your way through that. But for me, um, and like many people, I don't like public speaking. I, you know, don't like putting myself out there in front of a lot of people. And um, when it actually came around my turn to do my 10-minute presentation to the group, um, I was actually terrified and I was so anxious. 
you know, I was actually taking medication for three days while I was trying to put my PowerPoint presentation. Oh, wow. I was terrified. And these people that I stood up with that I knew that I I spoke to every single week and these people knew me and I was still so nervous. Um, Anyway, so I got through that. I survived. I didn't die. And it's really funny because throughout COVID, um, I got invited to speak on a few hospitality podcasts as well. So again, you know, this, this fear of being recorded, this fear of speaking, um, you know, to, to people or who might hear me and what I say, um, I've gradually etched away at that. Um, so I guess, you know, that's part of the value of lifelong learning and what, um, of what, what you get out of BNI. It's not just the referrals. Um, and that's actually recently culminated in, um, I was invited a couple of months ago, I was invited to speak in front of a food safety conference in Brisbane. So they were a highly technical, highly specialised, you know, scientists and QA managers and all sorts of people. And there's no way that 12 months ago I would have accepted that. I was, you know, I just could not have done it. But I was like, right, I'm going to say yes. I'm just going to stand up there and do it. And um, look, the the presentation went so well. and again, another another BNI thing is the VCP, visibility, credibility, and profitability. Yeah. And so, by putting myself out there in front of this food safety conference, it's given me the visibility, it's given me credibility, and it's given me a lot of inquiries from people that were in the room. And if I'd not got that confidence from BNI, I would not not have stood up in front of that room full of people and had the opportunities that I have now. So, you know, that whole life learning, lifelong learning is it's just immeasurable. I think that's such, um, it's such a fantastic point to make on the podcast, Brent, that we haven't actually had anybody, um, and I'm watching you, we, we've got the privilege of watching you on the podcast today, but everyone will be hearing your voice, and I'm seeing the uh, the satisfaction and the excitement from you when you're talking about these milestones that you were able to hit. I yeah. mean, for me, I get up and do this every day, all day, so I you sometimes forget how difficult it is for someone to get up in front of a room. And we've yeah. got a saying, um, you know, public speaking is the second biggest phobia and often people at funerals, they'd rather be in the box than giving the eulogy because they're so <laughs> frightened of having to stand up and do that. But I think the one really important point about this trinity is that BNI gives you an opportunity to practice public speaking in the context of your business. It's not like going to um, a group where you learn to do public speaking and you might practice it every week and write a speech and get up and talk in front of a group of people. This every week is actually talking about your business to a group of people that can help your business while you're learning to be confident. So the value in doing it while you're getting better at it is just, you know, in your case, immeasurable. It's priceless. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And if you looked at if you looked at um, a person's BNI journey and their BNI membership, you know, a lot of people judge what they've achieved in their first six, 12 months from the bottom line. Uh, and we like to say, okay, well, you know, some people are going to take longer to get referrals and get the bottom line than they're going to. But how much personal development and how much opportunities outside of that and how much of a better person have you been from that time? How many people have you connected with who you've been able to help people and connect to other people to help solve their problems as well? You know, and it's all about building up 
the uh, and Dr. Ivan Meister calls it social capital, building up that social capital so you can so you can draw on that down the track. And it's like uh, you know, and social capital building up social capital is like putting money into a bank account and saving it so you know, you can draw on that in the future. And and a lot of that social capital uh, comes in that you know comes in that first six to twelve months, but also a lot of the personal development because you get access to all the training to business builder. You're up there speaking in front of people. You're getting over these phobias and. Uh, and like you're a podcast veteran now, Trinity, I can see, and um, and you know, and some of the benefits, like speaking into in front of a room of um, of your peers, you know, it's harrowing, and um, but being able to do that and getting that credibility from that and that leading to more business as well, that's something that being a part of this organisation has given you also. So it's fantastic. Um, story to share today about that for our listeners, I think, Veronica. Oh, absolutely. And um, I just think don't underestimate the people that are in your room. You know, you, you might, I, we, I'm so glad that I had an opportunity to do this podcast with you today because we had a little chat before the podcast and we realised that there's um, some common people that we both work with and want to work with. So, you know, don't underestimate who's in your room. And just because someone might be a bit quieter of speaking, go and talk to them because they might just be looking for that confidence and that little bit of support to help them get up every day and be really good at what they do because certainly with your product, it's just it's so unique. And I'm already thinking of so many people that I can introduce you to, you know, not yeah. in the food industry, but, you know. <laughs> Yeah, this has been an amazing success story, and thank you to uh, your executive director for Lisa Gill, uh, Lisa Gill for uh, for connecting us, Trinity, and uh, we both know Lisa. We love Lisa, but um, what would be your tip for a member to achieve success in BNI from your own experience being uh, in BNI for the last two years? Um, I think it's important for people to just trust and follow the process. You know, there, there are guidelines, there are KPIs and the traffic lights. You know, do your one-to-ones, do your, see, your chapter education units, um, follow the process. Um, I think Dr Meissner said in one of the podcasts, you know, like you, you wouldn't go and buy a McDonald's franchise and decide that you're going to fry the chips for three minutes instead of five. You know, you have to follow the process and, and do the steps um, and then you will get the outcome. And I truly believe, um, you know, that, that that's the case with BNI. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. Like we've, ta- we've had 36 years to, um, you know, perfect this and, uh, and for someone to come in and say, oh, yeah, I know, I know better. And when we've got, you know, 270,000 members worldwide doing the same thing, um, I think we sort of, um, we know what sort of um, things to, uh, members need to do to make success of it, work the system yep. and uh, and get through to it and what you need to do through our particular program. So thank you for being on today. It's been fantastic to have you and what a wonderful story, uh, V. Um, what a great really glad we had Trinity on today. Yeah, and possibly a referral partner for you guys, which is even more awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So looking forward, I'm going to be definitely having a one-to-one with you, Trinity. And if anybody else is listening and they'd like to get in contact with you, Trinity, how can they do that? Um, so you can, of course, find me on BNI Connect. Um, all my contact details are on there. Uh, the website is www.envirochill.com.au. Also, Envirochill is on Facebook. And my mobile number is 0415-168-729. And if you've got anything that needs to be chilled... 
you should definitely be in contact with Trinity. Thank you so much for joining us today. Awesome. Thank you for having me. It's been great fun being here. Thanks, Trinity. Brent, well done again. I'm bringing, bringing a fantastic guest to the podcast. I get so excited. I don't know who I'm going to meet from week to week. It's always so exciting. Always something different. It's our executive director team uh, seeing us uh, seeing us great great um, uh, fodder for our podcast, which is great. I love it. Now I have a question for you this week. Sure. Uh, so I have actually recently taken on the position as webmaster of the chapter, which is a, a very new position at BNI. And um, I'm the question I have for you is how important is webmaster now? BNI has been traditionally face to face and very much not really in, in the social media space, but now uh, some chapters are doing it so well. How important is it that BNI chapters do embrace that social media? Oh, absolutely! It's uh, it's it's so important, and it's not just from the public sites; it's from maintaining the uh, the the groups or um, any. Uh, group chat that the uh, the group's got, whether they've got a um, a group Facebook group or they're working off Slack or or a platform like that, and uh, and just uh, keeping keeping the energy in there, keeping the communication going, uh, posting on social media uh, quite a bit and sharing, uh, encouraging members to share that material on uh, social media. Uh, BNI Brand Share has quite a lot of social media resources. At the moment, where a webmaster can use them and tap into that too. So, if you haven't got a link to BNI Brandshare, talk to your uh, local executive director, and they'll be able to set that uh, set you up with that and give you that link and uh, give you access to uh, properly branded social media as well. Also, it helps in giving your chapter members added visibility if we're sharing things and and creates a buzz around the chapter. And if you can create a bit of a buzz around the chapter in the community. Uh, members will get asked about those sorts of things. And we see that happening. Oh, I saw you on a on a post for this group, uh, B&I or whatever it was. What's all that about? And it starts a conversation, which is, uh, which is key. Hey, come along and see. Yeah, fantastic. And please use the B&I brand share. Don't uh, put out any of your own um, media posts without having it properly branded in the new B&I branding. That's really important. Brent, what is your tip for the week? Uh, yes, well, um, I've been going right around my region over the last four weeks. I've visited every chapter in my region uh, and people can get really, really slack with their weekly referral requests and, and not specific. And I really hate it when they use the words anybody, everybody, somebody in their referral request because if you're using those words, you're not being specific enough. So I want to pose a challenge to everyone out there. Uh, don't use those words. Anybody, everybody, or, or anybody, everybody, or somebody, because that equals nobody. So when you're planning your weekly presentation, work around that and replace them with something specific of what you're after, whether that it's a person's name, a company name, or describe a client demographic in detail because if you're using those, it's it's you. What you've got to do is you've got to get into your fellow members' heads, and you've got to actually trigger the part of their brain that recognises those keys when they're standing in the middle in the middle of a referral for you. And if you're too general and using those words, they're just going to put you in the too hard basket. They're not going to think of those things. And uh, but if you're really specific, people will remember that. And when they're standing in the middle 
middle of a referral solving someone's problem, I'll say, hey, that's what Veronica asks for. Exactly. Uh, and, uh, and it triggers that part of your brain that uh, remembers those things. So take those words out of your presentations, please. I hate them. Sorry. <laughs> I actually, um, I, I remember in my head all the time a one-to-one that I had with a, a member called Ross. He knows who he is. And he said to me, I want to meet the operations manager of Anaconda. I've tried LinkedIn. I can't find their name, but that's the person I need to speak to. And do you know, in my brain, it's like this empty checked box that until I am able to help him with that referral, it's always going to be there, just waiting. Like it's like something that's not completed yet. So it's very powerful when you actually give someone a name or a title of something in a particular company because it's like we're looking for it. We hear stories so often where people actually have been connected to people they've actually asked for. It's amazing. Yeah. And, Ian, um, amazing. Yeah, and the, that person may not turn up that week. They may turn up in six weeks' time. But if you're planting a seed, um, if you don't ask, you won't get yeah. And, yeah, you know, as we say in B&I, be careful what you ask for. You just might get it. Yeah. That's one of the many things that you say in B&I. I'm writing a list. <laughs> you Thank like you that one? Like, you can add it to the list, mate. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thank you for supporting us. With um, This is the official Australian version of the B&I podcast, and we're really, really happy to share the Australian story. So remember to keep sharing it with your chapter members, and if you have something that you feel is going to benefit another listener, please uh, contact Brent or contact us via the Facebook page because we would love to share your story on the podcast too. Thanks very much, Brent. Thank you, V. Thank you, Trinity, and we'll listen to all. We'll uh, we'll hear from you next week for another podcast. Same time. (laughs) Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.